Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the Call Center and Contact Center podcast. We try to give you some actionable items to take back in your contact center, improve the overall quality, improve the agent experience, hopefully improve the customer experience as well. My name is Tom Laird. I am the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing. Expedia is a 600-seat call center outsourcer located here in northwestern Pennsylvania. How's everybody doing? Almost Happy New Year. As I record this, it is uh, 1229. So December 29th, almost uh, you know a day or two away here from, from the new year. And I guess, you know, everybody kind of goes into kind of a, a reflecting kind of attitude, I think, right? Maybe to look back on the year or or maybe a little bit of a forward thinking of what the new year is going to bring. So I'm super excited for uh, for 2022. 2021 is actually, I know it's been difficult for many of us, for, for us and for the business here at Expedia has been a really, really good year. You know, we've been able to help a lot of people, especially when it comes to COVID with working with a lot of the different states and, and helping with their COVID information lines and, and vaccination scheduling. So, you know, I really feel like we've, kind of done our part which has been pretty cool uh, during during kind of this time of I guess time of need in the in the country or really the world I guess right um, but I was you know being that it is the end of the year I I got a a LinkedIn in mail I'm not going to use his name uh, but his first name's John and he said to me and this was last Friday so I guess that's what that was Christmas Eve he said, hey, thanks for accepting my connection request so quickly. I recently stumbled across your advice from a Call Center Geek podcast and have been loving the content. I'm a supervisor in a 25-head center and about to apply for a manager position. I've listened to the new manager podcast from August and was wondering if you have a podcast or simply any advice around what advice you would tell your 25-year-old call center self. Thanks, John, slash avid learner. And you guys know I love responding. Anybody who who wants to talk to me, anybody who wants to ask me a question, 99 times out of 100, I'm going to give you guys a response. So, you know, again, if there's any help that I can ever give you, please, you know, hook LinkedIn, just in-mail me. And again, I guess really quick, cheap plug, I we have a texting community that you can text me anything and I will see it actually on my phone. It doesn't, it's not like some... Weird marketing thing. That number is 814-247-0366. Just text New Year so I know it comes from, I guess, from these last two episodes, and and that'll get you signed up. And, if, again, if there's any questions, it's just another way to, to kind of get a hold of me if, if you need any help. But anyway, so I was thinking about this, and I'm like, well, I'm definitely responding to John. 
And I responded to him. Let's see. He sent this to me at 915 in the morning, Christmas Eve. I responded at 1146 because I think it inspired me. And so I want to do this podcast today of what I would tell my 25-year-old call center self if I could go back, right? And and with, I guess, the, the knowledge that I have now, and this is more on the kind of the operational aspect of it, right? How to deal with people and how to deal with the team aspect and how to get through the day, right? So here's some of the things that I, I said to John and some of the things that I think really resonate. Now, a lot of these things maybe you've heard me talk about, but this is kind of the summary of, of kind of, I guess, the culture of me, the culture of my contact center self. So the first thing, and these are in no particular order, is I, I told him, you know, you need to learn your call center platform inside and out and become kind of the go-to person for that. If, if you are in the call center and if you are a you know, supervisor or a team lead, you have a dashboard in front of you. You probably have some permissions. Maybe you don't have all the permissions. Maybe you do. But ask whoever your call center manager or your boss is to give you as many permissions as you can and go to school, go on YouTube, learn your platform inside and out. Constantly bring up new suggestions on how to route differently, how we can add to the way that we skill, how we how can we become more efficient? What reports are we not looking at? How do we enhance our dashboards? Right. And then what happens is you become that person, right? You become that, that kind of center of, of where everyone's going to go. That's maybe a little bit lazier and that's fine, right? Because you become a little bit of a shining star and in the, the technology piece of this and the call center platform, everybody's spending so much money on it. And so many people don't have a full use of it that you can really stand out in your center. And I wish, you know, that was something I kind of did. Um, but really something I really could have gone to town with a little bit more when we were, you know, in my other, in my other life, in my other center, when we were just starting on the Avaya switch. The other thing I will say is that I, that I talked about is, is attitude and effort, right? I wish I had that kind of mantra and I wish I understood the, the importance of attitude of, of making the job fun. Um, I did have, you know, I tried to have a game every single day. That's something that's kind of always been a part of me, but I don't know if I went out of my way to have a really great attitude, you know, when I wasn't feeling it, that I didn't, uh, that I, I forced myself to kind of smile when I was having a bad day. You know what I mean? I think that that's a really important aspect of being a leader, no matter what, like even in my job today, if a, if a client rings me out for something that we did, and hopefully that doesn't happen very often and it doesn't, but it does happen or someone's not happy. I can't go in and walk the call center floor or have a, a Zoom meeting and be down and mopey or even be irritated or mad, right? I have to keep that even keel, that even demeanor. And to be honest with me, if I get angry, I don't think properly. And I've learned kind of that from, a, I guess, a self-reflection that I need to, to be even keeled, even when I'm kind of irritated, to make sure that I'm thinking clearly and I'm not overreacting because I've made so many mistakes when I was younger, uh, making just those angry, stupid, knee-jerk reaction decisions. Um, I think that that's a really important thing. The other thing, too, is, you know, I didn't do a very good job of greeting and, and starting the day off. I think when I became a call center manager, one of the first things I talked about or thought about was how do we start the day better, right? How do we get off on a really good 
kind of foot, right? And that's where that starting the day the right way, that owning the first 30 minutes, owning the first 60 minutes, you know, now that we're, we're work from home. If you're not doing that, I, th- I would think, you know, as a young supervisor, that's something that, that can instantly change your day. It's a tip. It's the tip of tips, right? <laughs> Making sure that, you know, you're starting the day kind of the right way. Um, and, and that, you know, that, that kind of ham and eggs here, what I'm saying is, is to make sure you're greeting your reps, right? I think that's something that's really important that I wish I would have done a little bit better of, of taking the temperature of my team early on. The other thing, um, that I probably didn't do enough was, was coaching in private and celebrating in public. I was a big celebrate. I was always a rah-rah guy, right? Somebody had a really good monitoring score or, you know, we had a team that did something really well. Like I was, you know, the high five guy, but you know, sometimes I would just pull reps to my desk and, and, and coach there. And if, if there was a really poor or an auto fail on a, on a, on a call or, you know, somebody didn't read a disclosure or, you know, I would, I probably didn't do a very good job of, of kind of coaching that in private and kind of, I don't want to say embarrass people, but it was definitely more out in public. And I, if I could go back, I think I would do a better job of, of, of taking people more aside than, than doing it out there. Um, the other thing, my 25 year old self, I thought I knew everything. Like that's kind of my, always been my personality and that's, that's a strength and a, for sure and a weakness. So one of the things that I, I said to John is make sure that you're asking for and, and, and try to implement the great ideas from your team members, right? The most frustrating thing is when a team member gives a good suggestion and there's no response back. Um, there's no email back. It just kind of goes and dies, and then that that team member thinks that you know their their input isn't valued, right? So not only what I ask for it, but you know try to follow up, and if you can't do it, that's okay. But talk and communicate, and that's something that I think is is really really important as well um, to creating a good a good team effort. You know, I I fail sometimes here. In fact, we had a morning meeting, you know, our nine thirty kind of team meeting that we have every day with with management. Uh, one of the client services associates brought up um, that for one of our programs, we have a supervisor that keeps, you know, making some really good suggestions and asking, you know, is anybody getting back? And, you know, we have a lot of team members that are, but I need to do that and do a better job of that even now. Personally, when somebody goes out of their way to try to, you know, come up with a really good suggestion when they're out on the floor, when they're on the front lines to support that. So that's something that I'm kind of, you know, I don't want to say learning, but not doing a great job with two that I'm, I'm trying to reevaluate. And, you know, in 2022, you know, I have all my reps or I'm sorry, all my supervisors write a detailed synopsis of their day. And I read every single one of those. And I try to respond with like, Hey, great job. Or, but I, I need to do a better job of, I think if they're going to put the time in to read that, I need to put the time in to give them better responses back um, to maybe empower them a little bit more. That's kind of on my 2022 to do. Um, but so again, that's something I would have done 25 when I was 25 and uh, something I'm still trying to learn and, and get better at here. Um, the other thing when you're young is you don't understand all of the KPIs involved. You think you do, right? And I, I would focus on the KPIs that I knew, right? And that's a that's a detriment sometimes because you, you don't want to kind of move out to things that you don't understand. So I would say, you know, Listen to the podcast that I've done. Listen to the podcast that other people have done. Listen to some of the awesome websites that are out there on on KPIs and understanding the full scope of KPIs, especially in 2022, 2021. 
you know, KPIs are, are evolving and changing so much from just the old handle time and service levels to the sentiment scoring, the NPS, the CSAT, and now moving into more um, customer journey, right, type KPIs. Uh, the other thing is, you know, and this is for my 25-year-old self, I was probably super soft when it came and, and gave everybody the benefit of the doubt when it came to breaks and lunches. And I know a lot of you are out there. Most people are either one or the other, right? They're super kind of soft and malleable when it comes to the kind of the discipline aspect, or you're kind of a firm, you, you're you strict to a to a fault, Right. And, and I do think that there, as I've evolved, there is something in the middle. Right. So I, I, I put to him, like, you know, don't be a jerk, but you still need to hold your team to a standard when it comes to break time, when it comes to lunch times, when it comes to QA scores, you know, those types of, of metric handle time. Right. So again, specifically for breaks and lunch time, when, when people go over, you know, there needs to be discussions on that. Um, again, not saying that if you are not here on that one second, right we're going to do a write-up or, you know, you're going to get sent home. I'm not saying that, but there still needs to be a standard, right? And you need to find that fine line and, and talk to the, the culture of your organization, I think says a lot with that as well. Make sure that you're matching, you know, what you're want to do, right? With the culture of the organization, with maybe some of the higher ups as well. But again, be careful of being really soft. Be careful of being really hard when it comes to that. Understand that, you know, there needs to be a little bit of a middle, but a standard still needs to be set. Um, another thing I have on, on here is, you know, type a daily synopsis, send it to your call center manager or your boss or whatever you call them, right? Even if they don't need it, do it for yourself, right? Keep track of your daily um, progress, right? What happened? It's awesome to be able to go back and, and when you have a rep that says, oh, hey, I never... I never had that on my scorecard or I never did that or, and you can kind of go back and not just throw it in their face, but you have a little bit of, of detail to say, Hey, you know, we did talk about this three weeks ago, right? Let's make sure, you know, you remember that we said this, this, and this, and they're going to be like, Oh yeah, you have all that. Right. And I think when you type it, even if you don't use it again, it just reaffirms some of the things that you're doing. Um, and it, it kind of keeps a log of, of, of everything. So I, Again, I think a synopsis is really important. Just kind of a a quick diary of the day it doesn't have to be a Bible, right? But but something that's that's there that you can kind of go back and look on. The other thing is don't be late, right? If we're going to hold our reps to a certain standard, right? Then we need to be above that standard, right? You can't be late. Um, you can't be talking about uh, you know. Again, this these are young things, right? Things that you you when you're young, you don't think matter, right? You don't think if I, you know, go over and I've talked to one of my buddy supervisors for five to 10 minutes that the reps aren't going to notice that they are right. So you got to be on task. You can't be late. You got to make sure that you're kind of following the rules to a T, right? Cause being a leader can be, it's, it's painful. It's hard. It's not easy. Um, so if you're not going to be held to, you're holding yourself to the standard that you're holding your associates, you kind of lose, you kind of lose the respect, right? So you got to make sure that you're doing that. And the last thing I have here is is, is have fun, right? Have fun with the job. If you don't like it, um, if you're miserable every day, obviously it's not the place for you. But this can be a very stressful job, but it can be so much fun. There's so much human interaction. You can have so much impact in the reps and the people that you're dealing with, in the customers that your your reps are dealing with, right? The supervisors that are having fun, that are motivated, that are 
that are high-fiving, that are, that are walking around, that are doing Zoom meetings. I think it's, it's really, really important. And you're, you're going to have the biggest impact on your people, on the organization, and on your customers. So that's kind of some of the things I would uh, I'd tell my 25-year-old self if I could look back. Again, have a great and happy, happy new year. I will be back again. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll talk to you guys next year. Uh, whole joke, right? <laughs> uh, but I'll, I'll talk to you guys next week. And, uh, you know, we got a whole another year of, uh, of content. Really excited. Thank you guys for an amazing year. And I will talk to all of you soon.